5,100, Jamin Burton. I'm saying I'm not bluffing. I just Joey says he'll buy a piece. 10-7 of hearts. You know what Daniel Negrano does his favorite hand? Oh, I'm sorry. He says pencil me in. Next you know what Daniel Negrano? You know what his favorite I'm aware of Daniel Negrano is, yes. I'm but you know what his favorite hand is? 10-7. Next Friday and Saturday is 200-400, Jamin. So that might be a little bit too large. You have no idea? Why is his favorite His favorite hand is 10-7. It's just his thing for years. Do you know about this? Yeah. Okay. Thank God someone can confirm. So if I fall 10-7, I'm disrespecting Daniel We are playing 200. 400, 800 at the lodge. Dylan Stefano on the button raises it up with the king, queen. He is a good, strong, world-class player. Absolute crusher in cash games. Brad Owen, he's a world-class um, video blogger. He opts to call in the small blind with ace, jack, offsuit. Everybody else gets out of the way. Let's go to the flop. Oh, we wouldn't want to say you go, and I don't want to do Queen 10 3 couple so diamonds, pair of queens for Dylan. Totally makes sense. Broadway draw sense. from Brad. <laughs> so, so by this logic, when you get fold 10 deuce, you insult Doyle. Yes, so you have I to do suspect Doyle, exactly. And Jack and 4, you would offend yeah, uh, everybody. Yeah, well, <laughs> Robbie, Robbie, I don't really give a f about Robbie to be <laughs> But I mean, she, she's a cool person. <laughs> I'm, you know, but. But she's not at the level of Doyle or Negrano, you know what I'm saying? CQ, that's 48. I, I agree with you. Can so, you think of someone that became more instantly like poker famous than Robbie, though? Just like instantly. Yeah, she, she, became, she, became, she became. The she went, comes. Queen, 10, 3. Two diamonds. Dylan has a lock on this hand. He has top pair, backdoor flush draw. Brad is drawn to a gut shot or an overcard. Brad checks. Dylan goes for a nice 4,800 bet. This is a board where you definitely want to use a big bet size because if you consider Brad's range, he should connect decently well with this. He's going to have a lot of decent middle and high cards, and a lot of those hands are going to be crushed by Dylan's top pair second kicker. Brad's going to have a lot of hands like Queen Jack or Ace-10 or Jack-10, things like that that are in terrible shape, but they cannot fold. So Dylan does go for a nice chunky bet. Brad with a gut shot. Has a pretty rough spot. The players are playing very deep stacked. They're about $65,000 deep. I would have called with the ace jack here, but it's definitely not an amazing spot because even if you get an ace, you could be in bad shape, right? Like imagine Dylan's just sitting here with ace queen, ace 10, ace king, right? So you have to be very, very careful in this scenario, but I do know that Dylan gets in there. He fights hard. And because of that, I don't think Brad can fold immediately. He does make the call. Let's go to the turn. Um... Mike Postle. Yeah, that's true. He that's actually a good point. Yeah, we want to talking about him now. What a turn he card here for Brad. Broadway and top two for Dylan. Action turn card, likely to get He's all the chips in people, here. So I'm scared of talking about him. No, dude, he, the, okay. Because like, Brad, I was on that. Negative about him? I was on that lawsuit. It was, <laughs> that was, fake, it was fake news. Oh really? Yeah. Brad checks. Dylan deciding on a number here, carving out some five Ks. And it's just under $11,000 here. So stand up, chat, if you want to see Brad win a big one. Hit that like button. Brad in great shape here. Needs to fade, obviously, a king or a queen and going nowhere with the nuts. The turn is a king. An absolute disaster for Dylan. I thought he had a lock, but now he's drawing almost dead. 
Brad checks, as he definitely should do. You don't want to have a leading range in this scenario because this king should be very good for a lot of Dylan's hands that bluffed the flop. A lot of those are going to connect with top pair, which is going to feel pretty inclined to bet some portion of the time. So I love Brad's check. Dylan has top two pair. He should be loving the spot. He does go for a nice, chunky bet. Let's see if Brad calls or raises. Mike Fossil, you are great. You're the best man in the world. <laughs> for the record, guys. <laughs> you are the, you're a genius. You're a poker genius, okay? <laughs> That's it. He can't sue me are, now. He are, can't are, sue me now. Are, right? are, are these things you want on the record? <laughs> yeah, Brad's loving this. Raises to 25K. <laughs> Whatever it is he did or didn't do. Which I think he did. So that's it's a surprise of Dylan, but it can't be going anywhere here with the king and the queen. Two pairs. This guy thinks that Mike Possum is... Making the call. Makes the call. So pot at 66,000. We know the jam is coming. After a bit of deliberation, very, very stoic, Brad puts in a small raise. So Dylan bet about 11,000, and Brad makes it 25,000 leaving 41,000 behind. Ugh. I'm not sure I like this play because I think when you make this play, yeah, it grows the pot, but I think it looks super duper strong, right? I mean, look, Brad's not known to be some sort of an insane bluffer and in Dylan's shoes, he has to consider which hands actually want to play in this manner. He's really going to do this with a flush draw because if you do this with a flush draw and then get jammed, you have to fold and that would be terrible. And if you do check raise the flush draw and get called... When you don't get there on the river, it's a pretty nasty spot. So I'm not sure he's doing this with a whole lot of flush draws. Does he want to do this with a random jack? Well, what random jacks does he even have in his range? So he's going to take a hand like jack 10 and bluff it or pocket jacks and bluff it? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, those are probably reasonable hands to, to bluff with, but I don't know if Brad is going to do that. Look, I think when most people check raise kind of small and they're giving their opponent position, in my mind, this is almost always a spot where most players under bluff and if most players under bluff well king queen actually went from being basically the nuts to now a bluff catcher the question becomes is would brad check raise with any worse hands would he ever check raise with king 10 or king three suited if he has it he probably doesn't have that but maybe um what about queen 10 that he decided to play slowly on the flop i mean if brad has queen 10 i don't know if he'd even want to check raise this for value because he could easily be crushed right so look, I don't think most people in Brad's shoes bluff nearly often enough. And uh, maybe Brad does, but I think most people don't. That said, with the king-queen getting good odds and position, I don't really see how you can fold, but it's a miserable spot. If DeBoer doesn't pair here on the river, it's a deuce. Check mark for Brad. So he'll take his time and he'll rip all of it, 41.3. Stacks are about even. It's all in here. If you call the turn, it's hard to get away on the river here on the deuce of spades from, from Dylan. This is a great pot. Massive. Huge. Yeah, you've been paying close attention to it, Terrace. No, not at all. We're talking about <laughs> Dylan is in a rough spot after Brad makes the all-in. This is definitely a spot, by the way, where Brad should go all-in. It is his only option. So definitely an excellent play by ripping it in for Brad, resulting in what will, win or lose, be one of the biggest pots of his poker career. Let's see if Dylan can find a way to save $40,000 with top two pair. Terrace finally getting word that this is a big pot. I'll, I'll 
finish the stream and I'll look at all the pots. That's what I always do. But did Dylan find a way to get away from this? I don't think there's a way, Rick. I mean, if you're calling the turn and you see this river card, it's hard to get away. But if anybody can do it, it is Dylan, a very talented poker player up and comer. You're going to be seeing a lot of him in years to come. Dylan is really staring at Brad here trying to get a live read. What I want to know is, do you think that live reads matter? And if you do, what specific things do you look for that help sway your decisions one way or the other? Pause the video and let me know down there in the comment section below. Amazing book. It will teach you how to think correctly about your life. 200, 400 with a $400 big blind Annie at the lodge here in Austin, Texas on a Saturday. We thank you for joining us as... Dylan's in the blender. Great shot of Dylan. I agree with you completely. I love that book. I learned a lot. I love the concept that he introduced. Amazing. So, everyone on the stream, go buy the book now. Dylan obviously blocking the sets, the kings, the queens, perhaps worried about tens, the ace jack that beat him, but that's really about it. Not even, not, not even a single time. Did they, did they, so like, he, he's a busy guy. He travels around a lot. Yeah. And then he'll be like, hey, like, is anything going this week? And it's always like a week where it's like nothing's going on out there or whatever. Dylan staring over at Brad. Brad makes, makes the, the call. call. Yeah, makes the call. Brad, get paid $146,000, the biggest pot of his life. Right here, Saturday afternoon from the lodge after getting crushed yesterday. Brad on the comeback trail, and that's got to feel good for the young fella. After much deliberation, much staring at Brad, trying to make some sort of read, Dylan... Finds a call, and I certainly don't fault him for finding a call, especially given Brad may be making this play with a worse hand like King-10, but also with some bluffs like Jack-10 and Pocket Jacks. That said, if he's missing those bluffs, and if he's not going to be going for, not maybe not thin value, but value with slightly weaker hands, I think this fold with King-Queen could be acceptable, and I think Dylan was probably thinking the same thing. That said, Brad battles. And this time, all of his battling finally paid off, and he wins the biggest pot of his life. That's going to be it for today. I hope you enjoyed this video. I wish you the best of luck. Whenever you do, call with a bluff catcher. I hope you win. And if you actually want to watch another video discussing how to master post-flop strategy, check out that video, wherever it is. It's somewhere around here. Check out that video, and I hope you enjoy it. Good luck. Have fun. Click the like and subscribe button before you leave. And I'll talk to you next time.